I already recorded this episode already and even got as far as editing it to where I was like, honestly, there's just too much fluff in here, you know? Like, I don't like consuming stuff and having to wait an hour to get the, you know, the, the 20%. You know, like, 80-20 rule, go back and check it out. But I don't want to go through all that. So this is the first time I ever scrapped an episode and just redid it. So with that being said, y'all, season two, episode two, Eureka Moments starts now. Welcome, welcome back everybody to season two, episode two of The Exposed. I am your host, Keanu Isaiah, creator of the best vibe mixes. Bing! And as always, y'all, if you guys want to go check out my, my mixes, literally the best vibe mixes, if you guys want to go check that out, if you never listen to anything, start with five, start with uh, three and seven, psh, and you'll understand the whole vibe, exactly why I call it that. Anyways, y'all, if you guys want to go check out my mixes, that includes my late night vibes, regular, my life values list, which I have a whole episode about, you know, why that's important. Um, my book recommendations list, what I created. These are the foundational books that I feel that all humans should read at least once in their life. And it's even in order. So if you never started and don't know where to start, but interested in it, check that out, y'all. These are free Free stuff that I have available for you guys. Got to, you know, put in your, your information real quick and it sends in a PDF to your email. So go check that out. Anything that I got, go check that out in my Instagram link in the bio. All right. Now, with all that being said, y'all, the mission statement of this podcast is this. And I reiterate this every single episode. But nothing's changed. The mission statement of the podcast is to expose dot, dot, dot. Got to always pause for that dramatic effect. The mission statement of the podcast is to expose people to the right information. Just the things that I wish that we were taught earlier in school. These is the, this is the right type. This is the right type of stuff that I feel that, man, if we were just exposed to this in middle school, high school, man, like we'd be so much better off. You know, we'd have such a better understanding of life itself, you know, the realities of it and how to, you know, understand what, what happens, you know? So anyways, y'all, we're back. I'm happy. We're in episode two. Had to get all that promo out the way. But today we're talking about Eureka Again, y'all, the moments. reason why I scrapped out the first episode, well, the first take of this episode and want to just redo it was because I felt like I was just drifting off a little bit too much away from the main purpose of this video season two episode two is called the eureka moment the whole reasoning for this episode is to answer the question how how can we position ourselves to create a more organic eureka moment it's kind of like a biohack type thing you know so that's like the whole reasoning and the main the main uh the main thing that we're sticking to um you know, regarding Eureka moments. So the main story and the most common story, what everybody refers to from the Eureka moments is from this guy named Archimedes. This this literally takes place in the third century. And like I said, y'all, I already have like my notes here. Don't, if I see him looking over here, this is what I'm looking at. So Archimedes, this takes place in the third century BC. And how this all came about was because the king of Syracuse at the time, third BC before Christ, hundreds and thousands of years ago, um, he asked Archimedes if he can overlook an engineering project for him, which so happened to be literally the largest, um, the largest project in of the, of the time. And what he pretty much was asking was that 
can you overlook this project? The project is that we're going to try and deliver a palace to the king of Egypt as a token of gratitude or something. Just thank you. So he wants to see how can I make short and simple, like what it is. He asked Archimedes, can you look over the, uh, overlook the project? The project was selling out the freaking Titanic of the time. And how can we get her over there? Long story short, Archimedes ended up figuring out the law of buoyancy, you know, looking back how, how a ship floats, literally figuring that out um, because they were literally, he was giving them a library, a gym. The, the Titanic literally had heated bathrooms, um, 400 tons of grain, 10,000 jars of pickled fish. All this stuff he, he wanted to pack inside the thing just to give it as a gift to, to the, the king of Egypt at the time. But how this story plays a part, I was going more into it before, but how the main reason why this comes apart is that one moment when Archimedes was just, you know, going to the normal bathhouse, he he goes in there, gets ready, he warms it, fills up the tub, and as he notices, whenever he sits in it, he sits in the tub that's already filled up, and he notices that the level rises. At that moment, specifically, whenever he sits in the tub and the level rises, Archimedes goes crazy he has that eureka moment to where he was the the moment was so intense that he literally jumped out from the from the tub he's like oh crap i figured it out he jumped out the tub and went streaking literally butt ass naked down the street yelling out eureka eureka you know which translates to you know i've never said this in an episode but eureka translates to i've got it we're trying to biohack. How can we get more of these I got it moments? You know, that's the main story right there. Archimedes sat in the tub. He notices the water was rising. He's like, I figured it out. So intense uh, that, of course, the, this was the biggest project of the time. So it was so large that he was, you know, that, that's how he acted out. He acted out by going going out and going streaking, yelling out Eureka down the street, butt naked. So that's the most common um, story about this. But that's the story behind it. That's kind of how it all came about. Um, but we're going to go into the science of it again. Like we're not talking about the story. We're talking about the science. How did Archimedes get that aha moment? How did he get that? I've got it moment. The Eureka moment where he's like, oh my God, this is it. He put two and two together. We're going to be talking about that. And it's all based off this book called the Eureka factor. All right. And see how this is like big and how it like all kind of like plays out into this thing. That's why I was just overlooking it too much personally, but we're going to be talking about the eureka factor pretty much the the subtitle of this thing is how the brain tackles tricky problems all right and it's from john and mark beeman mark beeman is right now the chair of psychology at northwestern so that's what we're going to be basing all this off of i just needed to give that story so it can all kind of like wrap around it all makes sense like i said i do these episodes selfishly so i need to tell out the story and i like giving like these information to see how it all plans in in this big old um, mixture of success so basically you know? guys the book overall the main synopsis of all this whole thing after doing the scientific stuff and doing the experiments going through this do all this case studies and all this different stuff the main thing that they say if you want to create a more organic eureka moment with yourself you have this problem that you're trying to get over and you, you're trying to figure it out whatever the best thing you can do this is the main big answer right here the best thing you can do for yourself is to step away from the problem if you're having a hard time punching in isn't you're, you're not getting you're trying to uh, fit a square peg in a round hole you know with with your ideas and how you're coming up with solutions step away from the problem that's the whole big idea of this you can literally stop this episode right here 
Just step away from your problem. Go do something else. Wash your dish. Put away your clothes. Do it. Go do some other stuff and then come back. You'll have a more refreshed mind. If you want to stop the episode there, that is the main takeaway. Just do that. Now, the the more detailed part of this thing is, you know, like I like getting into all the extra details. So why whenever I step away, what what happens there? Why 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 does this, you know, th- this is the rest of the episode right here. So stick stick with me. But like I said, y'all, the biggest takeaway of this book, if you, biggest takeaway is episode book, biggest synopsis, Eureka moment, step away from your problems and you'll have a better chance of creating that, ah, I figured it out. You'll have a better chance of creating that moment. So that's what I'm saying about that. The rest is for the people like me, more intellectual. Why? Why? Why stepping away to that? What, what happens during this time? That's what's happening right Getting now. Getting into the book a little bit and more of the solution and stuff like that. So why why what happens whenever i step away why why does i increase the probability of eureka moments so what happens and what they talk about in the book is that so whenever they step away whenever you step away from the problem what happens is this incubation period and there's three things that that could trigger this during the incubation period the first thing is that the more you stick and focus with it and try to maul it and try to like like i'm telling you you're, you're trying to fit the square peg in a round hole with with your your ideas and the thoughts and the whole solutions with this whole thing so if you're trying to just figure it out right now right now and it, it's just not working you're trying to force it what they say is that you could actually be it could actually be counterintuitive because you can be suppressing other ideas that could help so in a way if you just stay sticking with it if you're just trying to be head hard um you know like hard-headed with the with the solution and your problem whatever's going on with you if you're just staying with it you can be shooting yourself in the foot if you're just not giving yourself room to breathe and, you know, think about other things, you know, get away from the problem, step away from it, like we're saying. So the first thing that happens is that you can be suppressing yourself from, you know, you can be shooting yourself in the foot if you're just staying on it because it suppresses other ideas that could be be formed and helping you figure it out. The second thing is that when you step away from the problem, how we can increase a eureka moment is that you get hints from your environment so a prime example is literally whenever archimedes went into the bathhouse not worrying about engineering stuff he literally just went to go take a bath he refilled it up and he got his uh what did it say you get your you get your creativity for the solution in their environment your environment helps you out because he wasn't even thinking about any of this but he sat in it he noticed this and that's how the you know that's how the the snow started building like that you know the, the snow going down the mountain building up like that snowball effect <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little clouded right now kind of thinking about a whole bunch of different stuff right now but that's how that can all start prime example you know like you get hints from your environment one you can be suppressing yourself if you're just too hard-headed about it two whenever you step away you can get a better eureka moment is if you're just on in, in your own environment you know you can get hints from your own environment all right anyways and what they talk about in the incubation period, part three, the other thing that could happen and other probabilities, this is, the, this is the one that's the hardest to prove, but the one that we believe the most. Like, this is the one that makes the most sense, but it's just the hardest to prove. What they say is that whenever you step away from the problem, your mind is still mauling the, the problem, still trying to figure it out, but in a subconscious level. Okay, so you're literally working on the problem. Your mind is figuring out because it's already attached to it. It's trying to, it's already such a big deal. If it's a big focus, you're gonna be focused on it like that. Anyways, 
So that's the third thing that can be happening during the incubation period, you know, suppressing yourself. Uh, just you can be shooting yourself in the foot because you're suppressing your own creativity of solutions because you're working too hard in one way You're too hard-headed about one way second thing is that you can get hints from your environment So step away and then you'll have a bathtub Titanic moment, you know <laughs> You guys understand all that the third thing is that whenever you step away from the problem What can be happening is that your mind is fixing finding out the solutions in a subconscious level okay, so that's what happens during incubation period. Why step away? These are the three reasons why. I just gave it out. Now, how to get the next question, you know, because there's levels to this. Now, now you understand a story. Now you're understanding incubation period. So now, how can we take advantage or get the most juices out of the incubation period? What, 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 what can we, how can this help us right So here? now that we know that the incubation happens, now we're going to ask the final question is that, so how can we get the most out of our incubation period? What are the three things that I can do actively that will actually increase the chances of, of me creating an organic Eureka moment? Like that's the whole idea of this thing. That's how it's all summed up. So the first thing that they say is, and this might be simple, might be like, duh, but it's the first thing they say is to thoroughly dissect the problem. You know, like actually go work through the obvious answers. Literally, if you have a problem on how to change a door, work through the, you know, how to how to take a door off the hinges or change the, the knob in there or whatever. Work through the obvious problem and you'll figure it out. You know, I'm, I'm just using a super simple example, but I'm just saying whatever problem you got, whatever you're trying to figure out, work through the obvious answers. If this is your thing, why can't I do that? Obviously, why can't I do that? So why is the obvious reason not? One of the first things they say, number one. Two is that they say, this is a good one because this is just why it all makes kind of sense too, is that. The second thing they say is that you have to engage in tasks that allow your mind to wander. I'm going to read it straight from this because it says it so much more perfectly is that whenever you engage in tasks that allow your mind to wander, uh, creative thoughts or insights often occur when we aren't, when we are not doing a high demanding task or activity. So that's why whenever we're putting away our clothes, washing our dishes, you know, uh, taking our dogs out for a walk, driving to work, um, in the shower, this is the reason why we have shower moments and why they, why a product that they have is sticky notes in the showers because we're not engaging and we already know how to do this. We already know how to drive to work. We already know what we're doing when we're washing dishes. That's why we're in kind of autopilot, you know, like engage more in those when you're trying to figure out the problem. Work out the work out the work out the obvious problems. Engage in um, engage in in tasks that allow your mind to wander. I Meaning, just don't engage in high activity like that. Don't don't go all crazy. Go go do something simple that doesn't take a lot of brain power. And lastly, what they say, and this is just to wrap it up, y'all, is just to keep a positive mood, smile, keep a positive mood. Y'all, and I, and I went down as like, okay, keep a positive mood, whatever, because I keep in mind that there's certain types of people that watch this and have a certain type of fixed mindset. Go back in the later, in the, in the episodes before, and you know exactly what a fixed mindset is that. Like, well, well what is there to be positive about? You're, you're, there's such the, the glass um, half empty type people. You know, is that the most simple way for me to just say the, another biohack that goes along with this, y'all, is that keep a positive mood. That's what they say. My my add-on to that is if you want to keep a positive mood, the there's so much studies, books, and everything it's talking about how 
the positive people are more smiling all the time or engaging in all these different things. The best thing that you could do if you have no no way to just be a positive person, the best biohack thing that you can do for yourself is to go take a walk out in nature. Go outside for five minutes. Five minutes minimum. Five minutes minimum. If you're outside, there's been a bunch of science science uh there's a bunch of scientists that's proved this so much and it's such a common thing. If you're outside for about five minutes a minimum of five minutes that the environment you know because we're, we're human we're animals we're, we're we need to be in touch with our mother nature so whenever we get outside and actually get the vitamin d or whatever it can literally boost a person's mood significantly so if you can't find a way to be positive step outside for five minutes and i promise you your mood will change dramatically that's literally what they say one two three that's the whole thing y'all so Again, to sum up all this whole thing, it's broken up to a bunch of different things because I wanted to make sure it's broken up and actually said the right way and it puts it in a way that a person like me can understand. You know, I, I like all the what's, why's, and how does this come about and all that stuff. So I just broke it down in the most perfect way. Again, y'all, to sum up the whole thing, if you're going through, if you have a problem right now and if you're having a hard time figuring out a solution, the best thing you can do, the summary of this whole thing is to step away from the problem. Step away from it. Stop forcing yourself to to figure this out. You know, just don't force anything. You you it'll work itself out. You know, like don't force anything. Just step away from the problem. <laughs> and then the rest of the scientific stuff about the whys and what happens during this whenever you step away, that's the rest of the episode, y'all. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm not gonna take any more time. I'm already I'm just trying to get this done and over with y'all, but hopefully this episode helps a lot and and impacts in some some type of way or whatever i always love hearing stories when people tell me like hey that the the episode you put on happiness that that really like put it in perspective with me and now i'm actively doing different stuff now so i love just hearing this this type of feedback y'all so thank you guys for sticking with me um for sure more episodes dropping this year i just have a few different things that are on my mind my plate i'm investing a lot of money into different things right now a bunch of my interests but still just you know keeping my eye on this type of stuff but thank you guys for sticking with me uh, thank you for showing love. Like, comment, share, tag me in a repost video so I can repost with both of us. But anyways, y'all, thanks again. Keanu Isaiah, I'll see you guys next week. Go.